Hi, welcome to Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. I'm Mark. In this age of the greatest wealth in human history, at least for the lucky few, we often hear stories of how millionaires or billionaires still choose to lead a low-key lifestyle, eating burgers and living in humble abodes. The character in our spotlight today, however, would probably laugh at that choice. He is a super rich man who lived in ancient China some 1,700 years ago. His name is Shi Chong, a man who was famous in Chinese history for openly flaunting his wealth. The area in which Shi lived is called the Western Jin Dynasty in Chinese history, during which competition of private wealth prevailed and even evolved into a social fashion. Shi Chong never lost any of these competitions and won himself a big name in Chinese history. But, not surprisingly, it's also the flaunting of his wealth that led to his ruin. There was no Forbes World Billionaires list at the time, but if there was one, Shi Chong would definitely be on it. He would make sure. We can approach this unique historic figure from three aspects. How did he get rich? Why did he want to openly flaunt his wealth? And finally, how did he show off his wealth? Now, let's start with our facts box. First, how did he become so rich? Shi Chong's father was a senior official at the royal court during the Western Jin dynasty. However, Shi Chong didn't gain all that much from his father, who left all his belongings to his other sons. The father explained that it was because he believed that Shi Chong could live quite well on his own. If this happened in modern-day Chinese society, there would probably be some fierce family battles and lawsuits. Shi Chong did become a government official, a position he obtained with his talents, but also with his family connection. Things got interesting when he arrived in Jingzhou of Hubei province as a local official. Shi Chong, as the city official, didn't work to boost the local trade, but led a group of robbers to attack caravan traders and loot their possessions. He then used the ill gains as investments into other business sectors. Gradually he became a tycoon. How was that for a civil servant? Without a background in politics and close ties with those in power, it would be hard for him to retain or gain more wealth. So Shi Chong returned to the capital city, seeking opportunities to make friends with influential officials. Shi Chong tried his best to flatter Empress Jia. He often hanged out with Jia's nephew. Each time when a member of Jia's family went on an outing, Shi Chong would see him off and kneel down at the end of the caravan. It was obvious that he was trying to protect his family wealth under the umbrella of the powerful empress. Secondly, why did he want to show off his wealth, which is so against traditional Chinese teaching? From what I know about that historical period, it was likely the social trend. He wished to be known announcing his existence to the upper class and pave the way to join them. On the other hand, his flaunting was also a way of self-protection. 
He wished to give the emperor the impression that he was only interested in entertainment and living a good life, and held no ambition in politics. It did make sense. Someone who was smart, wealthy and ambitious could easily be seen as a potential threat in the eyes of the emperor. But for someone who seemed so very superficial, the emperor could rest assured that the guy was no good for serious pursuits. Schur wanted to show the emperor that he was no threat. Flaunting one's wealth indeed functioned as providing shelter for officials to hide their ambitions. What's more, he was probably just that superficial. He once said that a person lived merely for the sake of fame and wealth. Hence, a luxurious life was what he believed to be an ideal life. Now let's see how Shichong boasted and competed with others in his possessions. Shichong had a friend called Wang Kai, who was the emperor's uncle. The duo competed on many occasions. It was a common practice for wealthy families to blockade a path with silk cloths when its female members went outdoors, as a way to turn away onlookers. Wang adorned this women-only path with purple silk cloth for as long as 20 kilometers. Xu Chong wanted to win, so he built a 25-kilometer-long path and decorated it with silk in rich colors. Here's another example. Their contest of wealth attracted the attention of the emperor, who wanted to help his uncle Wang win. The emperor gave Wang a delicately formed coral tree nearly one meter tall. As Wang took the tree to show off in front of Xie, who, probably in a fit of jealousy, crushed the coral tree with an iron stick. When Wang told Xie that the tree was from the emperor, Xie Chong instantly promised to compensate him with a better one. Xie ordered Wang a choice among seven coral trees, all of which were over one meter tall. The man won again. Xie Chong lived in a palace-like residence. Inside his magnificently decorated mansion, several hundred maids, bedecked with fancy jewellery, wore elegant embroidered dresses and played the most expensive musical instruments. In one washroom there was a huge bed covered in red, with around a dozen nicely dressed maids waiting to serve. Once, when a guest wandered into the washroom by accident, he was dumbfounded by the level of extravagance and thought he'd entered a bedroom by mistake. He soon came out and apologized to Xie Chong for going into his bedroom. But the glory of such a life was not to be continued. Having fallen into a political struggle, Xie Chong lost his life at 52 years old, following the collapse of Empress Jia. More tragically, all 15 of his family members were killed by political rivals. All that wealth could not buy him a long and peaceful old age. The reason why Xi Chong rose to such fame in history was not because people envied his wealth, but the exact opposite. People, especially the elderly, told younger generations the story about Xi Chong to emphasize that harm would come from showing off one's wealth, or even by possessing so much ill-gained wealth in the first place. To sum up, 
Shichong was proud of his possessions. His behavior accorded with the social psychology of that ancient era. It's groundless to blame Shichong as a reason behind the decline of the Western Jin dynasty, as some historians think. Secondly, although out of the consideration to better protect himself and his family, he had made himself a close friend with the Empress's relatives, which led to the ruin of his family. Last but not least, Shichong's story taught people a good lesson. Excessive exposure of personal wealth will sure lead to trouble. Also, though wealth might come with power, but no one could be a winner forever in political struggles. That's it for this episode of Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. I'm Mark. Special thanks go to Sanlian Zhongdu for contributing to the content of the show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. Thanks for your company and see you next time. Music